Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. But that. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. We gotta get another look at. She said she wanted to get it from the logo. Caitlin Clark on a mission. The most Caitlin Clark way to get a bucket. I mean, we are talking well inside the middle of the Mediacom logo. Yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. <laughs> Have we not reconvened since no. that moment? <laughs> we, there was so much lead up. Uh, Megan and I, you know, being pretty open about when we wanted Caitlin Clark to break the record. Um, welcome to Go Big or... Go home. Go home. Let's start right there. Megan, like we, we had our reflections beforehand of like what we thought it would be like to be in the building for that moment. And yeah, professionally be able to call it. But I, you know, the moment kind of overtook us too. We paused for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so cool and sold out game, like all the games that Carver Hawkeye have been. But the fact that like when we say the roof almost came off the building, like when people say that at games, like literally I think there was some like lifting of the roof uh, on top of Carver Hawkeye Arena. It was just electric. And as you know, Zora, you've grown up with women's basketball as have I. And to be able to witness this type of moment just as a fan purely um, was really cool. That's the human side of things. You know, when we step into the analyst role and, Robbie knows this better than anybody. You're very neutral and you have to maintain a level of professionalism. But as a human being, like it was sick. So yeah. cool. And uh, so honored to be a part of that broadcast with you. Yeah. Likewise, I echo everything that you said. Honored to be able to do it with you. We still have not stopped talking about it. <laughs> Meg and I just go back and forth. Like, have you come down yet? No, I'm, I'm still I'm still on a little high. So yeah, um, just an honor to be able to, it was Caitlin's you know moment, but for us to, paint a picture of how incredible what she did was there's now a logo on Good. Zach's Good. spot where she hit the shot. That's Clark, sweet. Robbie, what'd you, what'd you think of Cause remember you were like, Oh, she only has eight points to go. There's yeah, no, but she did no it in the, in the biggest way. I was just afraid that she would do it the way I saw Kobe Bryant pass Michael Jordan uh, at the target center. When he passed him on the all time scoring list, he missed a fadeaway out of the post that would have been like, movie type stuff right? right like you pass mj with a, a post-up fadeaway 
He missed, and then we fouled him, and he broke it at the line. And it was kind of like, uh. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that she broke it in the way she did. You guys did a great job on the call, um, and getting to see those types of moments is special. You know, you're you're in the presence of greatness, um, which I think most people feel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's an unbelievable moment. She's one of the great all time great players to ever do it, and uh, that's pretty cool. You guys got to be there. Yeah, um, Megan, do you still have um, the the campaign from Iowa next to you? Look what I have right this is next. The perfect time. This is what they want, right? <laughs> so Iowa is sending out Caitlin Clark's box of cereal, which apparently is um, it's like Frosted Flakes Crunch right. Time. Sorry, I can't be good camera out. And then, funny enough, they sent out a letter from Lisa Bluter, <laughs> and they sent out. The box score from the game she broke the record on. Look, this is a brilliant marketing campaign. And this is for those who, you know, vote for player of the years and whatnot, um, which I really don't know anyone that's close to competing with her for a player of the year nationally anywhere. Um, but that being said, a brilliant marketing campaign nonetheless by Iowa. Yeah, considering we've been bugging Iowa to try to get the cereal, we wanted to put it on air when first came out they were just holding it so that they could do a little more I feel like do, do we eat Zora we were talking about this do we eat it do we just like keep the box like I don't know it's um just let that cereal get nice and stale yeah well, <laughs> there's a way, but, like, there's, and then keep it's 2025 so you got a year to figure it out if it expires that long from now then yeah I don't you know yeah I don't know what's gonna very yeah, cool. no, it's apparently Frosted Flakes. Caitlin Clark says it's the best cereal on earth. And, and you know, this is interesting. Like, clearly we're all, like, still going on and on about Caitlin Clark breaking the record. Iowa, even Lisa Bluter, I had their game right after the record. Um, they played Indiana. And she said, I'm glad we didn't have to play that weekend because everybody was kind of still pumped up. And you saw a little bit of that when Iowa played Indiana. Robbie, for this time of the year um, – what needs to be the focus? I'm not talking just Iowa, but for, for any team um, as, as the tournament looms. Yeah, it's it's tough because you do have some teams who's who are kind of eliminated. And I guess the good thing about college basketball for now, it will be different next year in the Big Ten, is that even the teams that are towards the bottom still do technically have a chance yeah. of go, getting as hot as possible and winning, what is it now, five five games to, to yes. make yourself into the NCAA tournament. It's not likely. It's improbable. But at least there is the sliver of hope. And we kind of saw with Ohio State last year on the men's side where they got all the way to the semis. Now, they looked so tired in the semifinal game, and rightfully so. Um, but I do think that that even for the teams at the top, this is a hard time of year because you understand what's coming. The best time of the year is, is right around the corner. The things that you have been building for since August and September are right there. But these games are still very important. And I look at on the men's side, like Nebraska, Northwestern, those are two teams that still have so much to play for. And you, you feel the excitement of postseason play but you have to close it down to make sure you play in the postseason that you want to. So it, it's very challenging. I remember this time as a player, like the coaches would always say, this is the, these are the dog days of February. That's a very real thing. And whether your team is in last place or in first place, there's something to be said about that. And it's, 
it's on the, the veteran guys. It's on the coaches. Like, you have got to keep your guys locked in because it's easy to look ahead and say, man, the Big Ten tournament's pretty cool. The NCAA tournament's pretty cool. And it, it's a struggle at this time of year for that. It's also really important to rest this time of year and understanding as a coach, like, when to push, when to pull, you know. Had it been Ohio State, Maryland this weekend, like Maryland didn't even take a shoot around just because it's one of those times of year where you probably now at this point have a limited bench just because of injuries and things that naturally occur over the course of a season. And it's just important to give players rest as much as possible. And on the flip side of this, where you have the teams that are trying to stay focused and, um, you know, potentially have an opportunity for those who already are in like Ohio State, in the women's side clinched at least a share of the big 10 title regular season yesterday with a win. Um, and they're the number one seed in the tournament, but they're like, we haven't clinched the whole entire conference yet. Like just to share, we're not going to celebrate that yet because we still have an opportunity out there. I think that's a fantastic mindset. And it's also a scary mindset because they know that they have unfinished business and they don't feel like they've achieved anything. So it goes both ways where yes, you have to, maintain that focus and like be excited about certain things ahead. But also you have some teams that are like, we still haven't proved enough yet this season. Obviously college and the NBA differ so much, but it's, this is to me, like one of the biggest differences, like you have an Ohio state right on the women's side. That's already clinched that, that number one seed, Robbie, obviously haven't clinched the title outright, but that number one seed, like in the NBA, you might not care if you lose your last two conference games right. in college though. Like what's the impact if you've already clinched the, the seed you want in the tournament, dropping the last couple conference games to teams that are not going to make the tournament. Yeah, I mean, that that's catastrophic for your NCAA tournament resume. That's mm-hmm. where you look at that. And I guess the good thing is the, the worst loss you could probably take is quad two on the men's side because of where the net rankings fall. I, I, think, I think a home loss to like – because Indiana is around 100 um, – I'm trying to think who Michigan is around like 110. I think that's still a quad two loss, which doesn't kill you, um, but it's still not good. <laughs> You're trying to avoid those if you can. They might be quad three. I'd have to look at the the numbers there. Um, but it's just you're, you're playing for momentum. The NBA is different because you're playing so many games. Like, And at the end of the day, once you get locked in, you're locked in. Whereas like they're, they're still – is it's look at it as it's like a sliding scale almost of well you lost these two at the end of the year this is a quad three loss quad two loss whatever it it dings you you know you're not locked in just by your your, your record so um yeah it's it's very important the nba is a different beast all to itself and and like i've been on a team there where we were eliminated from the playoffs in like january <laughs> and, and think about how hard it is to be eliminated when there's just a month ago nonetheless three months to go so yeah. it's uh it can be a different beast there, and it, it can be an unforgiving place. <laughs> Let's go down the list on either side, men's and women's. How many teams from the Big Ten deserve a spot in the t- – well, let me take deserve out because that's a longer list. Do you think realistically are going to be in the tournament? Robbie, you start. For the men, I think it's six. I think it will be Purdue. I think Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan State, although they are not finishing uh, strong. <laughs> I mean, Red. How about yeah, that? yeah, they are. They are. That was an incredible shot by Dale Bonner. Um, in just a crazy game, uh, not a well played game, but it was a grinder of a game. And I do think Northwestern is in good shape. They they still have unfinished business. I think Nebraska, same thing. Big win for them last night against Minnesota. Iowa is intriguing. They do have opportunities. Um, a missed opportunity in Champaign on Saturday, but 
They still have Illinois at home. They've got Northwestern on the road, have to beat Penn State, which I believe is a home game for them. Uh, but they are playing better. And if they make some noise in the conference tournament, they could have something to say about that. But I think six is the number. Seven would mean that that Iowa really uh, played well here in the last couple weeks of the season. Okay, that's good. You know, with that seven, you'd be at you'd be at half. Megan, women. Yeah, I think it's very similar on the women's side in terms of I think six are a lock at this point with Ohio State. And you know, on the women's side, the the top sixteen teams or the top four seeds get to host the first and second rounds of the NCAA tournament. So there's even a greater luster. We talk about once you win, you do not want to lose. You know, even though Ohio State's a one seed, they're likely locked in as a team that's going to host the tournament. But for like an Iowa or Indiana, especially, who's trying to lock down a host spot, like you cannot lose games moving forward. Um, But you have Ohio State, Iowa, Indiana will likely host the first and second rounds of the tournament. Nebraska beating Iowa, I think, pretty much punched – its ticket into the NCAA tournament. Michigan to me has a huge win over Ohio state. It's the, it's their only, the Buckeyes only loss of the season in conference play. So that to me, I think they've done enough to maybe get in. Um, Michigan state, I think has done enough to get in. So those are kind of my top six right there. And then the seventh potentially being, I need to look at a list of all the teams, but I think uh, Maryland, I would say seven. I think Maryland's an NCAA tournament team. So I'd say seven should get in. Maryland's done. They're playing a lot better right now. Um, They have some wins early on in the season. Like they beat Syracuse earlier this year, who's killing it now in the ACC. Um, They picked up along the way. They've done well in the month of February. So those types of things, they don't have a bad loss on their resume. I think you get seven in, um, and then maybe that eighth spot is just going to depend on what Illinois does. Um, and Penn State, unfortunately, like if you asked me this a month ago, I'd say they would get in. They've lost every game in the month of February so far. So Taylor Valaday goes down, and they've kind of lost their identity as a team. So we'll see what happens on the stretch. But I would say like about seven are probably locks to get in at this point. Okay. And, and before we get to more tournament talk, of course, we got this. this we got the Ohio State – and Michigan game, which will be a rematch. You said, yeah, you know, yeah. Michigan is the only team to beat them in conference play. Let's look even farther ahead, though. Okay? Ohio State, Iowa, Robbie. This is on the women's side at Iowa. Um, revenge game. Revenge game. <laughs> a court-storming revenge. That's right. There's a lot on the line here. A lot on the line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How? But Okay, besides a rivalry and, like, being a really good game, implications for the tournament i'm talking ncaa tournament does it affect things i mean i, I guess mean, it, it could if they're on like the same seed line i suppose you know i and i i don't know if they are i i haven't looked at their resumes so right guess, now ohio state's two and i was six so i don't yeah then i i wouldn't i wouldn't think so other than it just being a, a great storyline and a great game <laughs> i think that's what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah and and losing at Iowa is not a bad loss at all. That, that shouldn't no. impact anything. And it wouldn't surprise me if Ohio State goes in statistically as an underdog, according to Vegas. Oh. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, Cover Hawkeyes tough. It, it's so hard to play there. I mean, Zora, you've been there. You have practically uh, have to report it on your taxes as um, a place <laughs> of residency at this point this season. But it, it's going to be a fabulous game, a lot of fun college game day is going to be there like it's going to be a blast and a half i was i was just thinking if they were both like up for a one seed right and, ohio state is they were like, i was not though no 
Ohio State. I- Iowa looks like what a two or a three. Two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were two last year, right? Two or three. They were a two last year. Two. Okay. And then they, yep, they didn't have to play Stanford. Stanford got knocked out as the one seed in their region. By Ole Miss. Helps when that bracket opens up, which I think we're going to have a lot of. The squad. <laughs> women's basketball is so good on on the women's side this year. This the leagues are so good across like Power Five and even like the mid major conferences are stacked. Yeah, well, I think the parity too. Like I think about when we were in college and it was like, all right, UConn, Notre Dame, Stanford, and maybe a couple other teams. But like the parity now seems like it's as good as it's ever been. Yeah. Like, don't be surprised on the women's side, like Gonzaga. Like, if they're a Sweet 16 team, that should not be shocking to anybody. They're killing it. Fairfield in the MAC has lost one game this season. Oh, not just in – they went undefeated in conference, but they've lost one game overall. Wow. It's kind of crazy. crazy. It's hard to do. I don't care what conference you're in. Like, that's yeah. so difficult to do, game in and game out. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Let's let's talk some logistics here. The NCAA um, is contemplating adding more teams to the tournament to get more groups from the Power Five in. Um, oh my God, I <laughs> I am not even a fan of the first four now because I'm like, does can you say you made the tournament? I don't, you know, like where does it stand? Like to me, tournament sixty eight teams. Like let you know, like March Madness on either side is sixty eight teams plus. If you, it's always if you win your conference tournament, like a mid-major school, and having to go to the first four, like the whole point is that you want to get to the tournament. You shouldn't have to play your way in after winning a conference tournament. So adding even more would expand that. Clearly, I've given my thoughts. Robbie, you go first. All right. Well, at least they changed where when I was playing my last year, we were playing in the first round against St. Mary's, and Marv Albert was announcing the game, which actually <laughs> is pretty dope because Marv is a legend. That is dope. But yeah. Marv kept being like, second round action here in Omaha. And it's like, this is our first game. But because of the first four, it was technically the second round. So at least they got rid of that. You know, it's the first four, and then it's the first round. Yeah. I'm. I think it's ridiculous. You know, if you want to make the tournament, don't suck during the season. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> Play better. Like, you, there's plenty of teams that get in. And I'm looking at the NCAA tournament from last year, and it's like, did we really miss out 
on last year's tournament of saying, wow, I, I wish that Team X, who lost 13 times, had made it. I just – I don't feel that way. Now, I get why these conference commissioners are doing this. Their coaches keep their jobs if they make the NCAA tournament. The conference commissioners look good when they put 10 of their 15 teams in the tournament. But there's a level of exclusivity that makes it cool to make it. You know, like that's important, I think. And I, I just – I hate watering it down. If you're going to expand, I, th- I think – if you're going to do it, I don't want them to do it. But if you're going to do it, all right, play four first four games on Tuesday, play four first four games on Wednesday, and and make that kind of the entry into the field. I don't like it, but if that's what you want to do, okay. At least you're giving these high major teams an opportunity to play their way in. Do I think we should do that? No. Would it make for a cool day? Because I, I love the way that, that Thursday and Friday just fire games off. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take that. I don't, you know, I don't love the ideology behind it, but I'll still watch. <laughs> so I, I'm not for it, but I think it's coming. So I hope that that's how they do it. I just say, and Meg, before you go, like the Power Five, it's like just because you're in that conference, you already get a leg up. Like you don't even really have to beat anyone. You just, so you know, can right. play conservative and don't lose to, you know, a low team, and then you get in. I just, I don't like that. But go ahead. I equate this to like airline status. Okay. I'm a Delta girl. I fly all the time for work. I mean, like I'm already like requalified for like half the things on February, whatever, just because, and I'm sure both of you are as well. I've earned my free first class upgrades and my Delta Comfort Plus upgrades because I've put in the work to get the miles yes. to get upgraded. Amen, so, Megan. Preach. So why should we open it up to more people who haven't done as much as I have? Why should they get an upgrade over me? They're not out here flying to Des Moines, Iowa, Cedar yes. Rapids, Iowa. They're not out here. Cedar Rapids, CID. CID. They're not out here flying to OMA, Omaha. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. And so I deserve the upgrade. And just like the teams that do the work in the regular season deserve to get the upgrade to the postseason tournament. Don't water it down. Don't open it up to other people. And let's keep the Delta Sky Lounges more clear. Yeah, I don't know what the podcast version of the Emmy or the Grammy or the Academy Award is, but sign Megan up for one of them. That was so good. Yes. Speaking our language. Yes. There you go. You guys know it becomes your personality as a broadcaster, your airline miles and your... Very uh, very proud of our statuses. Yeah, Yeah. all about our statuses. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com. 
T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We talk about it daily. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So to close out, seems like you settled that debate. To close out today, let's have some fun. Hoopers, we love to hoop, which means we love to play. But do we always like the process? What was your least favorite drill growing up? I will get us started to give you all time to think. Uh, couldn't stand shell. Couldn't stand shell drill. Yeah, it's not a good one. Gosh, I think that's you every know, every player hates shell. Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a fun one. I I never liked like rebound outlet was just like. Yeah. That's a warm up. I also we did the crown drill. We called it the crown drill. It was just like a defensive slide drill, um, up and down the court where you just like turned at every spot yeah, yeah. Like i never that. i never liked the zigzag ball handling drill yeah. especially as a defender i hated it as a defender <laughs> offensively work. fine work. handle the ball yeah. change direction work on your crossover behind the back between the legs but i i did not like uh sliding alongside with the probably my disdain for defense overall as a player but you know <laughs> did you all ever have to do so in college um my coach would put four cones to make like a boxing ring circle she just roll the ball out, and it would be like a lion's den. And we'd, they'd put two people in there. You'd have to dive on the floor and run no, out the wall. I no. never saw that. We did have a drill. It got outlawed after somebody got hurt doing it that was, like, pretty good. But basically, think of it as a full-court basketball court. You have Coach Painter at midcourt. You've got a, two players at each half court on the sidelines. You've got a player waiting to sprint towards the basket at the other side foul line. He gets a full running start. Paint flips him the balls he's running by. And once he catches it, the two guys at half court can sprint, converge at the rim to try to block the shot. And it's like carnage. But it was a it was practicing on how to finish through like guys coming to, to contest. But it was a oh. surefire ankle knee. Injuries were built for this drill. I hated doing that drill. It's the Oklahoma drill of basketball. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so old school. Oh, it's gosh. got it's definitely a Gene Cady special. He definitely made Matt Painter do that as a player, and then he just kept kept it rolling. Hit me with your favorites before we, we say goodbye to the people. We would have Olympic shooting, which is just like essentially um, you go for like two or three minutes, you have a goal number, um, and you have one person hits a three, one person's going for a mid range, one's going for a layup and you just, you're continuous going through for three minutes and you got to try to get like one thirty as a team. That was my favorite drill probably. All right. I don't know why I like this drill because it is hard as hell, but shout out to Ed Schilling. Who's now an assistant coach at Grand Canyon. Um, he was the workout guy at St. Vincent's that I did my pre-draft with in Indianapolis and he called it the chill drill which is a perfect name for this because this is the least chill drill of all time. You start in the corner, you have a basketball, you're dribbling towards half court, and you're going with your left hand dribbling. So you go in and out, in and out again. When you get to where half court meets the sideline, spin. So you do a spin dribble. There's two cones on the way to the opposite sideline as you're dribbling on the half court line. So you'd make a move at the first cone, make a move at the second cone, spin where the other sideline meets half court full speed layup. And then you're going to the other end in as few dribbles as possible. And you're shooting a full speed pull up. And until you made it, we could not move on. 
So there would be times where like we would, you just rapid fire, all the guys would do it. And there'd be guys that would do it like 10 times and you would be dying. <laughs> it was, I don't know why I like that drill. It sounds horrible, but I always liked the chill drill. I really do. Children. Were you knocking down your? Uh, I was consistently like, if I wasn't making the first, I get the second. Mm-hmm. But like, I there were times though where you would be like, "Oh my god, I've missed four of these, and I've got to keep doing this." It's like mental. Then at that point, it, it, like, oh it does god. get mental. Yes, yeah. it does. I loved a good end of practice free throw. If you miss, you run. <laughs> if you make it, you're good. Just the, the practice of practice. So you were you were a good free throw shooter then. <laughs> the bad free throw shooter do not like that drill. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no free throw routine. Just give me the ball, and really? I, yeah, no, I didn't bounce it. I just you literally just shot it. Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow, I've never heard of that. Zora, yeah, that's I the just, yeah. that's the way to go from Zora Stevenson there. Man, no time to waste. Efficiency at its finest. Never I mean, in danger of the ten second violation. Never. She wasn't Giannis. No, no, no. no. All right. Never. All right, team. Hey, next week waits. It's about to get spicy. What about, especially the tournament. I I'm can't believe we're a week away place. from it. Huh? We're a week away from the tournament. I can't believe it. I know. It. The women's side. One week away on the women, two week away on the men. Um, and I'm trying to see which team from that first day, because I know all three of us are involved in the first day on the men's and women's side. Like, like how long can a team stay in it from that first day? Last year showed that Ohio State can do it. To Make it to Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, make it to Saturday. Yeah, make it to Saturday. All right. Another edition of Go Big. Go home. Go home. In the book. See you next time. Go big or go home. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.